This is Comic Picks by the Glick. And your host, Jason Glick. Good evening, Jason Glick. How are you doing? I'm doing good, John. We had a good time at WonderCon, didn't we? Oh, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, and uh, I guess that won't be their permanent venue. They're going back to Anaheim next year, from what I understand. Um, so th- this is kind of a, seems like a temporary mood move. Or was it just to entice the city of Los Angeles? Like, look what we have. We have cookies. No. <laughs> little, little from column A, little from column B. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, um, WonderCon was, uh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun, you know. Yeah, um, it'd, be, it'd be nice to have like a four, like a what a forty-five minute drive instead of an hour drive into the con next year. Exactly, you know, and it wasn't as I mean, it was getting crowded, but it, I didn't see like the swells of clou- crowds I usually see with you know other types of conventions. So I mean, we're looking at you, Comic Con. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, so you know, it, it's kind of nice, you know that. Uh, you know, you can go to a con where you're not fighting for elbow room, you know, going places. So that was kind of nice. Exactly. And um, I bought lots of good stuff there. You may, you'll may either be writing or hearing about it like, in the next couple of weeks. All right. Well, cool. Well, speaking of things that you will be hearing about, what is tonight's talk? Oh, well, tonight it's all it's something I've been waiting for. It's been I've been waiting for um for quite a while. It's like in fact like the wait has been somewhat excruciating because of the delays that the series has been under in its publication schedule. I'm talking about Secret Wars, the finale to Jonathan Hickman's um Avengers run. And yeah, it's like it's my position is basically the miniseries that basically focuses on the destruction of the Marvel universe. But um well really it's like this is the finale to Hickman's run, and if you haven't been reading his runs on Avengers and New Avengers for the past uh, past four years, then yeah, it's like you're probably going to be you are likely going to be really really lost when it's like when take, taking it all in. But um, but hey, in preparation for this, I went back and reread all of Hickman's Avengers stuff, and you know what? I do think it holds up, even if you know there are you know I do have some reservations. I mean, probably the biggest issue is like the fact that there are certain a lot of parts where um, Hickman has to um tell you about um, cer- certain things as opposed to um, showing showing you how they work. Stuff like the uh, like the Black Priests in it's like in new it's like in New Avengers, how they're basically how they're portrayed as these like evil like um like chthonic um, or Lovecraftian um, entities that are like killing wor- worlds with their um ma- with their magic words or magic letters really. And um it's like and how it's like how it isn't revealed until like the um, time runs out arc that these are these are actually the, the result of an like a like a the multiversal um, immune system as a response to the uh, it's like to the destruction of the um, of the multiverse and also like that reminds me of something something more pertinent like the um like the Beyonders like we we're talk or the um the Ivory Kings as they're referred to early on in the uh, in Hickman's run I mean like it's like even I mean like well um if you've read Secret Wars, you know the Beyonder is this like omnipotent being that um, wants to know more about humanity that created Battle World in the original um, Secret Wars series and that came to Earth to learn more about humanity in Secret Wars 2, which is the uh, significantly less well-regarded sequel. It's like he's retconned as being a child entity to these creatures, but um, it's all just, you know, everyone's being told this in the run. I mean, yeah, we see bits of the, like, the Beyonders being... Um, you know, murdering um, celestials, and we're told that they decided, "Hey, you know what? Existence is boring. Let's just go ahead and murder everything now. We're just gonna like, just gonna, like 
cause the death of the multiverse and see what happens. But, you know, this is stuff that, that Hickman is telling us, but he's not actually... But these um, Beyonders are never more than just simple plot devices. They're just like, here to, um, here to get the story rolling and don't really exist in the story as characters. But, you know, it's like, even, even if you've got issues like that, it's like, the fact remains that the, um, like that the core story Hickman... Hickman tells in in the pages of Avengers and New Avengers is still like it's still quite compelling, it's, and it, to be honest, it's really amazing that he managed to pull this pull it off as well as he did in the context of a of a um, major mainstream superhero universe. I mean, Marvel. Um, wow, it's like I mean they must have just like pinned. I mean, he must have just like given them this big old like roadmap to where they're going to um, basically like allow them. Hey, okay, this is what he's doing, so everyone kind of hands off here we're giving Hickman the keys he's going to drive and he did and to be honest it, it it worked out really really well for the most part he turned in like some very it's like um very entertaining runs on it's like on a, on Avengers it's like and um it's like a new Avengers as the um it's kind of like the uh, like shadowy background series as like as we learned about the uh like the incursion the incursions from other other um earths it's like that was caused that were um, the result of the um slow death of the multiverse and um and it turned and while the uh, the illuminati um worked to uh it's like work to try and find a way to solve this in their series um the the avengers in the regular avengers series basically um took on the all the world and universe ending threats in order to it's like in order to um, stay in order, in order to buy them the time time they needed now thing, things didn't work out that well because you know, hey, the universe died, and we got Secret Wars. But um, there were there were a number of um, interesting um, character arcs that played out over the course of this run, particularly with um, um, Black Black Panther and um, Namor. Because you know, prior to this, um, Namor, mad with Phoenix power, um, laid waste to Wakanda, and now um, now T'Challa, the Black Panther, is forced to rely on Namor's help as one of the members of the Illuminati in order to help solve this problem. So. At the very beginning, he tells him that um, you know, when my need, when my um, wants outweigh my needs, I'm going to kill you. And there, it's like, and their arc goes back and forth, like in a really um, interesting, complex measure of like, you know, just how, just, just how these people can like you relate to each other in times times of crisis. And it, and on one hand, it actually feel it actually um, and it does um, it's pretty compelling for the most part, like it. Right up to the end, when um, T'Challa's um, um, decision to savor the moment when he finally sticks it to Namor, in time runs out, that you know I, I can agree with um, T'Challa in the sense that he, he just wanted like Namor to understand that he was going to die and he and that um, that that he was the one who did it to him. So I love that, but it turns out to be the wrong thing to do at the wrong time. In fact, it may have actually doomed the entire multiverse. Like his um, decision to savor the moment, but um, so, but then um, then you get to Secret Wars and it well, let's just say I'll get I'll get to that when I um, it's like when I talked about the series proper. But then you've also got the um, bits with um, Iron Man and Captain America. I mean, there's there's some bits with I mean with, with um, Steve, I uh, mean Steve Rogers um, pr- um, proving to be the the moral center of the Illuminati. Well, it turns out that when Say the multiverse is at stake. There's not really much room for, like, for like moral centers and all. And um, Steve is um cast out in one of the um 
it's like one of the shocking moments of the first volume of New Avengers. But hey, it's like thanks to another crossover, he remembers what happens, and suddenly Tony and all of his, it's like all the Illuminati's uh, members of the Illuminati are on the run as a result of this, this remembering this. But then, then also comes in like the whole Axis bit where um, Tony gets inverted and goes from being just you know just sm- smug and fun to being toxically smug and um, just kind of dumb as well. But I guess, but hey, even if you wanted to, uh, you know, just just go, hey, you know, well, Tony was always kind of a dick in the first place. Yeah, you could just you could you could uh, like assume that, and um, it's like and it would kind of. And it would kind of make the story work, but still, it's like you know, it's like I guess what I'm saying is that there were so many moving parts between Avengers and um, like in the Marvel universe as a whole that I I should be that I'm really frankly amazed that this that Hickman's run worked as well as well as it did. It's like it's I mean yeah it's like I admit it's like I want I like I was impressed by its scale its scope it's like and it's like. It's like I don't, and the um, and like memorable character moments that he fought, that um, Hickman served up in the in between all of them. It's like, but you know, at the same time, I'll acknowledge that you know, there's, I said, there's some stuff that doesn't that didn't didn't quite work, and it's like, and it's just, and it's like, and even though he had like you know, basically seventy odd issues to work with, you know, it's like it's one of those things where I think where I like to think that if he had if he had done it again in retrospect, knowing that he had. X amount of space to work with, things would have been done differently. But um, overall, it's like Hickman's run of Avengers is the rare example of a uh, of a of a of a creator actually um, p- being able to pull off um, his it's like his grand epic scope for, in the in the space of a, of a like of a major superhero universe and not have it um, you know completely um, kneecapped like at a, at a certain point. It's like or just like ha- having someone else come in to um, rat to finish to finish a job for him. Well, you know, Nick Spencer did that for some of his subplots in Avengers World, which um, you know, actually kind of works itself. It's a fun read as a um like as a take on like the Avengers no no um no good horrible um very bad day. But over but overall it's like it's, it's like I really I really enjoyed Hick, Hickman's Avengers, you know, particularly Infinity, which shows that um if you're going to give someone like a like space to do a major um Epic crossover. You need to give him a lot of space to work with, like the eighteen issues, and or so that uh, Hickman had had to between the, the miniseries itself, the Avengers tie-in issues, the Avengers and New Avengers tie-in issues. I bring this up because, well, Secret Secret Wars, while good, while a worthy um, finale to all of this, really could have stood to be um, a few issues longer. And yeah, I know this was originally supposed to be an eight-issue series that was, ex- was extended to nine, and um, amid delays um, in the um, creation between um, Hickman and um, writer and uh, artist um, Assad Rabik. But um, you know, it's like it's like it's. But the thing is, it's. I mean, it starts off incredibly well with the uh, last day of the Marvel Universe, as um, the um, Ultimate Universe um, begins its incursion into into the 616 mainstream Marvel universe. And there's lots, there's lots of fun, fun stuff there from, you know, from seeing what the Punisher does for his very last day in the, in the universe. Um, watch, watching the whole take down, take down a helicarrier. Um, see, see, I'm seeing uh, ultimate Tony Stark hit on um, Captain Marvel as she kicks his ass. Um, that's, you know, stuff like this is, 
is good is good fun, but it also like um, nails the uh, like you know the, be- the feeling of a um, world on its way to, it's like on its way to ruin, and also um, it also has some real heart stopping drama as um Reed as Reed Richards um fails to save his family it's like as the universe it's like as the universe ends, but then you get to the uh, then then you get to the mini the, um like the the second issue and we find find out that um the world that the Marvel universe what remains in the Marvel universe still exists in like very like in various regions comprised from some of the most uh, uh, narratively significant uh, Marvel universe stories, and it's all ruled over by one God Emperor Doom, with um Doc, with um Stephen Strange acting as his second in command and sheriff, which will make sense if you've read all the uh, like their adventures together. It's like in like in the time runs out arc. So like I said, like if you haven't read Hickman's Avengers, a lot of this stuff probably isn't going to have like 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 real some real like real weight that it should. But um basically the entire story it's like is basically the uh, it's it's a story of like how like how, how Doom um how how the heroes fight against Doom basically find a way to to uh um, whack the reset button into some semblance of normalcy. But what really makes this work is the uh, human stakes um, at the core of it. Because even though I've you know said over and over so far that um, it's like this is basically the finale of Hickman's run. What it really is, it's really a victory lap for Hickman's um, Fantastic Four run. Because it's because what because what happens when because when when Doctor Doom has the power. To reshape all of reality, make it's like, and um, basically lord over all of it as its god. What does he do? Well, he makes uh, Susan um, Susan Storm his wife, and now um, Franklin and Valeria Richards are his kids. And um, Johnny Storm, well, he's been made to serve as a son because he's kind of a dick, and Doom doesn't like him. And um, Ben Grimm, the thing? Well, hey, he's meant to serve as the shield against some of the more unsavory parts of the, it's like, of, of Battle World, because, you know, Doom hates him, too, after all the times he's been made to look the fool because because, because of the ever-loving ever blue-eyed thing. And so, it's all about, this is all about, basically a story all about, you know, one man um, stealing another man's life, and what, and how the other, the other man goes to um, get get it back it's that it's like it's that emotional core that really powers the story and gives it and now even though like there's lots of big superhero action like between like the thors between um the uh, the different different barons of the world it's like and also the uh, and also the machinations of the cabal thanos and his crew um you know go and like try try to take the world world for themselves for themselves it's like it's like it's that um feeling of, it's that story of like you know of reed um, trying to make trying to fix the trying to fix the world solve every problem as he does um and pitted against his, his nemesis that, that keeps story in place but also there's plenty of other fun stuff as well um chief among us i'm flipping to a random page here um hickman's um great um, rendition of king bitch um uh, mr sinister who um you know hey if I mean, I thought um, Kieran, Gu- Kieran Guyland did a great reinvention of the character during his Uncanny X-Men run, and um, Hickman um, runs runs with it as as this guy who, even when his head is cut off in um, like in ritual combat with um, Captain Britain, will not stop um, just um, trolling trolling the guy. I mean, it's 
and then there's um like other like great um say it's like other great moments like him throughout this like um throughout the miniseries it's like that all also show that like I'd love to see like you know Hickman take on the character more but he's basically done with the Marvel universe now it's like but then you've but also there see you've got the uh it's like you have the yeah, multi the uh, multiversal police police Thors um you've got um Miles Morales offering the Molecule Man an eight-year and three-week-old burger because, like, Molecule Man is like it's just so hungry for everything. It's like and it's like and it's like and also the, like the uh, oh what like the the uh, it's like the uh, um like Black Panther's subjugation of the uh, of the dead of the Mar it's like of it's like of the battle world and getting them to work work for him as well. It's like just trying to negotiate with zombies, good times. But even then, like there are some parts that I wish, I thoroughly wish it had been expanded upon more. Such as we're told about the uh, prophet who um, unites the battle, many regions of the battle world against the uh, against Doom. And while, and that um, kind of would have, should have deserved an issue just to um, build up this character as opposed to you know just being an interesting idea that's like that's dealt with in passing. Or you know, hey, like um, tell us. Trying to deal with um, Black Panther and Namor, who, you know, it's like we're left as bitter enemies at the end, in the course of time runs out, but are just basically like total bros again in this series. And we, it's like, I mean, there, it's, it's implied that a lot of stuff happened, you know, it's like in the course of their um, appearance here, but, you know, the fact that, you know, Hickman just kind of dispenses with, you know, the animosity between them just kind of feels like, okay, I didn't have the room for this, so I'm just going to have to, like, cut it and um get to the point where i wanted to be and that's you know it's like that and that's having that's them being you know like kind of gr- having a grudging respect for each other and you know i i like the idea that these people who be characters who began the, the um his run as bitter enemies forced together by by necessity kind of develop this you know this grudging respect for each other but in the end, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel earned, and it's like it's kind of and it's really disappointing. You know, just like a nice solid issue detailing them detailing their travels together in in Battle World would have been would have worked great. I mean, in fact, I I said the, the original Secret Wars is a twelve issue miniseries maxi series. This should have been a twelve issue maxi series as well because yeah, it's like there's there's like a lot. I'm sure there's a lot more stuff. I mean, it, it's no. I'm not sure. I know there's more stuff Hickman could have addressed here, and like I said, with um, as with Infinity, it's like you need uh, you need the room for like these big for these r- big um epic events, and you know had the series just been eight issues, well, geez, that would have been scary to think about um what you know just what they would what he what more they would have had to cut here, but still, um, like as it is, it's like Secret, Secret Wars is still a it's still a worthy, worthy finale to the it's like to Hickman's run, and it also works as a um as a big victory lap as for the like for um for his Fantastic Four run as well. I mean, no, you don't need to um have read Fantastic Four, but it will certainly help. And um, you also and well, it also helps because it's really good as well. But still, um, it's like and it, it's like and in the end, it's like you know, it also offers a nice explanation as to why um Reed Richards. And um, Susan Storm and their family, like, are just kind of, um, you know, MIA from from the Marvel universe at the moment. It's like, yeah, obviously because you know Marvel's still kind of like um, being a, 
being a dick about you know the Fantastic Four rights, um, but still it's like you know the uh, this kind of like allows Hickman to give like a nice um, ending of sorts that the hey you know even if like it was dictated by um like the giant pissing match Marvel's in with Fox or the film rights, um so like it's still he's still Hickman's still able to work it work out a nice um like nice everyone feels good and. It's like ending as well. It's like, and also I love the bit when um, it's like with with Doom and Reed, some final, it's like you know final confrontation. It's like, and it's just it's just perfect the way um, Hickman finds a way to um, to get Reed the power he needs to remake the universe. It's it's great. I mean, like, yes, deep there are significant flaws to this, but in the end, it's like I really enjoy it, and you know I bought all of Hickman's run in hardcover because I found the first volume of Avengers like in a Comic-Con half-off bin for, well, for half-off. Jeez. Um, and then a buddy of mine um, um, gave me, um, like, basically recommended, hey, you need to start reading this now. So I, so I figured, okay, I'll just buy it, keep buying it in hardcover. And, you know, as much as I have, especially my annoyance with Marvel's hardcover format over the years, I gotta admit, it's like, I, like, buying Hickman's Avengers run in hardcover I don't regret it at all. So, oh, really, highly recommended. It's like, like um, Hickman's Avengers and Secret Wars, and um, it's, it's like, and it's like, it's and it's well worth your time. But it's, and it's yeah, it's going to cost a lot, especially Infinity because it's the or the Infinity hardcover. That's that's the version that puts the entire um, all the ish, all issues of the main miniseries. And it's some tiny issues in proper reading order, which is what you'll need to best appreciate that. But um, as far as um, Hick- as far as Avengers goes, it's um, six volumes of regular Avengers, um, four volumes of um, New Avengers, and um, four volumes of Time Time Runs Out, and secret- and of course Secret Wars itself. So overall, good stuff. And I was thoroughly entertained, and um, good luck to Marvel to ever to um, finding a way to top this. Like in the near or even far future, because I don't think it's going to happen. So, uh, John, it's like I know know you've been busy, but um, it's like any thoughts on your end here? Well, you know how you started this off with you saying that you'd be confused. I'm confused. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I know where to start, so I'm good. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like it's. I mean, it's like on one hand, it's like. I, I like that. I mean, it's great that they're, like, they gave the, um, the the entire thing to one guy to direct, but it's kind of like you need to read all of this in order to, appre- to really appreciate Secret Wars. Yep. So do you know what you're going to be talking about next week? Uh, well, it's like I um, may need to um, drop Myron on the line because I think he'd be interested in, in what I have planned. But then again, I may also just decide, um, well, I need um, two weeks to actually, like, you know, Start reading through the stuff I got at at um, WonderCon, and maybe I'll just do a podcast on that instead. So, prepare to be surprised, I guess. Yep. All right. Well, we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. All right. Later. Bye.